ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Battle to Be Trauma Transformation podcast. I'm really excited to have with me tonight one of probably my favorite people, and I have I have the privilege of getting to know him in the real world as well because Todd lives uh, lives nearby and is part of a Jeep group that we are also in. So we get the privilege of knowing each other outside as well. So I want to welcome Todd Cabra to the show tonight. Thank you. Um, my screen is frozen up, but can you see me? Yes. Okay. Okay, good. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that. Yes. And um, you happen to be one of my favorite people too. So that's that's good that we both feel the same. <laughs> so I brought Todd on tonight because he has gone through the trauma transformation program and because he is such a, he's a person that everyone who meets sees as extraordinarily joyful and he's always the life of the party and he is like a phenomenal poet. He's a great singer. He and he's a father and he's a husband. And so everyone that knows him has always thought that he was like super happy and nothing in his life could possibly be wrong. And there couldn't be anything that, that he might want to heal or he might want to work on or anything that he might be unhappy about. So for most people, it would be surprising to know that he wanted to make some life changes. So if you feel comfortable, just um, kind of letting everybody know what brought you to seek out this type of assistance. Uh, yeah, so, um, wow, that's a loaded question. So, you know, I didn't really feel like I was someone that walked through life struggling with uh, you know, living life or having PTSD issues or, you know, things that um, even even I kind of was able to see myself maybe a little more healed than I than I was. Um, but I, I knew that there were some things in me that I wasn't necessarily settled with and it affected relationships in my life. So, um, you know, in fact, it, it affected them in a way that, you know, I was quick to anger sometimes never physically, but, you know, it would, my moods would change, uh, you know, in ways that I felt um, maybe not worthy, or I was always competing inside against something. I just kind of felt like I wasn't measuring up. Um, there was a lot of things that were kind of stewing around, but, you know, it was causing me at times to, to be, uh, you know, I have, a, I have a bit of a quick wit, but that's kind of a double-edged sword. So, uh, when you're when you're witty and at peace, it's funny when you're witty and not at peace. Sometimes, you know, you can you can stab people's emotions. And I, I found myself, um, you know, kind of coming across as a bit of an asshole at times and things like that. And it really wasn't my nature to feel that way. But I could see where I had some anger inside and I couldn't really understand where it was coming from. And I couldn't understand why. I was maybe competing all the time, um, you know, I, in a place where, you know, I have a beautiful wife, a great marriage. And, you know, then I, I still struggled with some self-esteem things because I was competing 
against people that weren't competing against me. I was competing against life and situations. And I just really knew deep down I wasn't processing things as healthy as I should be. And, um, and you know, and I, because I do know you and I do know what you do, I thought, you know, what the hell? Let me give her a call and, and go see. And it just took just took one time to realize I was in the right place. I love that. What the hell? <laughs> you know I, me. I can't like I see it. <laughs> one thing you just said that I actually really stuck with me is it, you had mentioned a little bit earlier when we were just talking that what do people have to lose? And I, right. I never really thought about it that way, that when you want change, when you want something to be different, you got to try something. Because if you don't try anything, everything's just going to stay the same. So, right. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I agree with, uh, you know, I, I agree with that mindset with a lot of things, but especially when you're talking about your mental health, the quality of your life. I mean, it's, um, you know, I, 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 everyone has their own right to make their own decisions. But to me, it was kind of a foolish decision not to explore a way to feel better about myself because it wasn't just about myself, you know, by feeling better uh, personally, every person in my life as an extension of my life would, would benefit from that. And to me, that was worth digging a little bit and trying to figure out what I could do to improve. So you've been through, you've been through the fun parts of the program and you've been through some of the deep and painful parts of the program. So what is your favorite process? What do you like the best? Well, I think my favorite, absolute favorite part is the hypnosis part when you were able to identify or at least take me to a place. And that's the cool thing is, is you, you take at least with me took me to a place where I was able to identify on my own, um, what I needed to, to realize and uncover that was kind of the root cause of, of a lot of the ways that I thought and process things. And, um, you know, the, that was one part, which was, it was a little painful at times getting there, but it's only because, you have to be really honest with yourself. And um, I think that's one of the fortunate things I had going for me was I was pretty willing to be honest from day one, um, you know, what my struggles were, why I felt the way I felt or that I felt the way I felt. I needed you to help me understand why, but I at least told you from an honest perspective, but you know, I had to become with the program even more honest with myself. So I think once getting through that part, which was a little uncomfortable at first, um, getting to the hypnosis part where you took me to the place where I could actually identify specifically things that were a, a root cause of every conditioned thought process I've had for years and years and years of my life. And then walking me through the process to get rid of that is, was my favorite part. And, and, you know, and I shared with you one day uh, when we were meeting, it was almost like an epiphany and you know, I was trying to explain to, to my wife, some of the growth and progress and whatnot. And during our conversation, it kind of hit me. What really is the difference about where you have taken me so far and where I was 
you know, I, I think one of the reasons I think a lot of people are, are maybe cautious or, 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 you know, hesitant about going into a program like this is, is they don't feel like they need it. And I think the biggest reason I think people don't think they need it is because they get to a place where they say, I'm okay with it. I've come to accept it. And I think that was me for a long time. I was like, I don't need someone to tell me I can be an asshole. I know that. I don't need someone to tell me that maybe the way I was brought up has a, a conditioning element to who I am today. So it was almost like, okay, yeah, I know, but I'm okay with it. And I think that's kind of what we all do as a defense mechanism is it's not easy to dissect yourself. And so it's easy to say, you know what, I know what it is. I know I don't like it, but I'm okay with it. And we're really never okay with it. I think that's just what we say because we don't want to deal with it. And when I went through that process with you, where I was able to really identify those key things in my life that were real triggers and real um, foundational pieces to a path I wasn't happy being on, I was able to leave that settled. And to me, the, that, that was the biggest epiphany of this progress I've made so far with you is I went from okay to settled. And there is a huge, huge difference in those two things, at least for me, because when it's settled, it can't come up again. And it's settled, it's gone. When it's settled, it's resolved. And once something's resolved, it's no longer a problem. And that is, I think, one of the most just joyful parts of talking about this and thinking about this. And, you know, even when I see you, you know, I, I just... I have so much gratitude that there is a there is a huge relief that, you know, you know, you're never there. You can always work on yourself and always will continue to. But that was a very you know, paramount part of my life was, OK, I finally got settled on some things that I thought were just OK. And they they're never OK, I think, until they're resolved. And that's a process that in through the course of the course we call letting go, but I like your word. I like resolved. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful word. So a beautiful feeling. <laughs> so I always say my favorite thing is when you guys come back to me and you tell me how other people are noticing yeah. what, how far along were you before other people started saying things or asking you what you were doing differently or saying, whatever people were saying. I was probably a couple of sessions in with you before, you know, Chrissy, my wife noticed some change, but it, you know, at the beginning, it's almost like, you know, you're a snow globe. When you first start out, you shake it up a little bit. So, um, you know, you're far from settled day one, but you, you also are not, you're not stagnant anymore either. So I think what she probably recognized early on, cause she's the closest to me is there was something happening, but I don't know that at that point you could identify if it was good or bad other than it was different. I think where I started to get some real positive feedback was, was probably, I don't know, a couple of months in maybe after we did our first uh, hypnosis uh, together and, um, it really struck me there was there was two events. One was a you know a big event that we go to every year where we're around people that we've been around in the past. And um, 
there were people that from that event that had said, you know, even directly to me and to other people, you know, Todd seems different. You know, he seems more calm. He seems more settled. He just seems, you know, more relaxed. Um, and th that's been a constant theme. Uh, even this past weekend for Father's Day weekend, we, you know, had a friend of ours over that I've known for many, many years. And, um, you know, he's a close friend. So he's been around me in those times where, you know, I, I would get triggered and, and just, you know, be a really unpleasant person to be around. Um, and he told Chrissy, he said, you know, look, Todd's just different. I mean, he's, there's something about him. It's, it's great. It's, it's great to be around. Um, you know, because I, I do think I have the kind of personality that I think people kind of do gravitate towards. Cause I do like to have fun. I do feel like I'm a welcoming, warm person, but I always kind of, I think I was kind of unpredictable to people that were around me a lot. And so I probably made people a little uncomfortable at times of, Hey, this is great, but is he going to get pissed about something stupid? And, um, you know, when someone that knows you that well says, man, you just are different or tells my wife, you know, Hey, he's just really a joy to be around. That is probably the greatest endorsement ever because this is my real life. I'm not on a podcast every day. I'm not, you know, trying to say things um, and articulate sentences that, you know, that sell how great this program is. This is my life, my everyday life. And when people are noticing change like that, it's it's incredible. I mean, it just really validates to me. One, it validates to me that what I was feeling inside was worth exploring. And two, it validates beyond a shadow of a doubt that anybody can make real positive change in their life if you're just willing to be uncomfortable a little bit in the beginning. You just brought up a really important reason why I brought you on that <laughs> a lot of people who I talk to, a lot of people haven't come to the point where they feel like their struggles are worthy of the attention, where they don't feel like they're struggling bad enough to deserve to spend the time or the money or the resources, whatever it is, they're more concerned about taking care of other people. And there's a tendency for people to go, you know, there's so many people who have it worse than me. You know, I don't, I don't deserve healing. I don't deserve happiness. Like I'm, I'm okay. Just like you said, I'm okay. Right. But okay. Isn't, isn't thriving. Okay. Isn't even living. Okay. Is getting by. Yeah. So, and the other thing that you did really well is I'm always talking about bliss and people don't necessarily understand what do I mean when I say bliss? And there's a reason that I don't use the word happiness. And there's a reason that I chose this word because bliss literally is that sense of calm, that easy, that easiness that we experience when we're not stuck in the past, when we're not freaking out about the future when we're literally just in this moment, in this time, experiencing everything that our senses can bring to us to the maximum capacity of what a human being is capable of. Just being present, just being calm is everything. That base state that isn't frazzled and isn't chaotic and isn't fighting something just that sense of peace and calm. And that is what bliss is. And that is what this program is about. 
And you articulated in a really, really great way because I can never express to people what you can expect the results to be. It's like whatever you think that's going to be now as you're starting, it's going to be a hundred times different. It's going to be totally, it's something that you can't imagine right now. It's something that you can't yeah. conceive of right now. So how do you express that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the funny part is I think right now, you know, there's, as I continue to grow and when we meet again and, and work next is this is an odd struggle I have right now, but it's allowing myself to get angry about something because there's such a euphoric feeling about having things settled that haven't been settled for so long and going from okay to settled that you enjoy that feeling of bliss that you're talking about. It's so euphoric. You almost feel guilty for getting angry about something, but you have to remind yourself that, you know, life is hard and life sucks and you're always going to have things. And I find that when I get, upset about something or angry about something it's legitimate but i have to allow myself that because it's a real emotion but it doesn't last very long at all and i'm kind of in the process of saying you know what i know that you are in a really great place but you're still going to be upset every once in a while it's okay and and get over that and and you know to your point a few minutes ago about people taking care of other people and not wanting to do this I think the greatest gift you can give anybody in your life that's in your life is the best version of yourself. And when you're not your best version of yourself, you're really not taking care of other people because you're, I don't think I realize, and I don't think a lot of people realize that tactically taking care of people is one thing, but being an emotional burden to other people is, is terribly exhausting. And when someone loves you and they care about you and they want the best from you, um, you can't just always go to the tactical things that you do and feel like, well, you know, I'm not worth it. I'll never be happy. And I'll just, if you don't feel that you're worth it, then maybe the people around you are worth it because you really do give a better version of yourself to the people you care about. And to me, that's probably the best way you could ever take care of someone. Oh, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. And oftentimes I'm working with people who are in service to others, the policemen, the firefighters, the, the EMTs. And for me, it's, it's the question of, do you want to have someone trying to save your life who is burnt out, emotionally exhausted, stressed out, depressed, anxious, um, not feeling confident? Do you want that person trying to save your life? Or do you want someone who is full of passion and happiness and that sense of calm and focus that's it you can't be of service to people at your best when you're not at your best right so I agree. On, on every level of your life right absolutely so i know we're still we're still seeing each other was there yeah. any of these was there any of the concepts or practices or was there anything about this program that when I first presented it to you, you had like, did you experience any of the um, like, well, that's silly or, you know, any kind of resistance or anything that you felt was just. No, but, but I'm kind of an odd bird in this respect, though, because 
if you remember when I came to you the first time, I was absolutely 100% open to the idea of getting better, completely willing to be candid about what my interpretation of myself was at the time. And so I didn't really come with apprehension. So I, and I have seen people before in my life, you know, it's not, not on a regular basis or anything like that, but I've gone to therapists before and stuff. And this would be a great opportunity for me not to sound like such a homer and say everything great. And, you know, come up with something I didn't like, cause it'd probably be sound more honest and candid, but I just, I can't come up with anything. Cause one of the things that I actually really liked was it didn't feel clinical. You know, to me, it didn't seem practiced, rehearsed and clinical to where I was going to get the same five step workbook that the person before me got and the person after me got. And, you know, we really just talked. And I think having having that feeling that you were picking up and listening and and it was I didn't understand it at the time. But I do understand now, having seen you several times, uh, you know, for quite a while now, that you were picking up pieces of that conversation that were absolutely paramount in putting together the right path for us. And I think that's the thing that I liked the most about it was it wasn't a, it's not a canned program because I don't have the same issues and problems that other people do and other people don't have the same issues and problems that I have. So that's where I've always kind of fallen short a little bit in other settings where people have tried to maybe work with me on some things or what have you is it always felt clinical and it felt like, you know, an off the shelf, off the box product. And if I didn't fit in it, you know, I was just going to struggle or be frustrated. And so we didn't waste a lot of time talking about, you know, what I did when I was one years old or two years old or three years old. I mean, we talked about how my life was at the time. We talked about what was working, what wasn't working, my perception of things. And it was really clear you were picking up on things that I was saying and, and why I was saying them. I didn't know at the time, but, you know, the program that you put together for me from that time felt like we just advanced so much faster because we didn't spend our time wasting our time going through a process to check off boxes. It was really a genuine pursuit of getting me to a, at that place of bliss. So I think I just felt that so deeply and, and, and it was so authentic that I didn't really question anything. So there wasn't anything negative for me to say. I just, you know, I, I jumped in the deep end and couldn't see the bottom because you said I'd be all right. And I was, so that's kind of where I was at. Trust is a really important factor. And granted, yeah. we, do, we have a little bit of an advantage of, in that we had met a couple times before and we like literally are in the same circle. So we have right. a friendship. So we got to work from that friendship. So for some of you guys who are new to me, and are just coming in, it might take a session or two to build that trust, to build that relationship and to get to the place where, where Todd was, where he felt like he could just jump and know that everything was going to be okay. Some people, it takes a little longer than others, but, um, but that is why I always offer that free consult call that if you want to get to know me, if you want to see if 
what I say makes sense to you if you want to see if we connect. I feel like there's a certain energetic connection that I have with everyone that I work with and it's there or it isn't. And if you get an invitation to work with me, you're probably just as ready to work with me as I am to work with you. So <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's funny you say that because I remember in our first meeting, you and I have, we weren't really close friends, but we were, you know, around each other on, on multiple occasions. So we, we were, we were friends. And sometimes I would even argue that's even more challenging sometimes when you're when, when you do have that friendship because I felt it might have been a little bit more difficult to be really open and honest with someone that you are going to see in social settings and everything because you know that that becomes a little difficult sometimes but you, you never made me feel uncomfortable about anything I thought or felt or said or whatever and um, it was it's strange I, I saw you as a friend before the session but during the sessions, I just I, there's a different level of connection and I wouldn't call it friend or or, you know, or therapist. It's just somehow we're we're just on the same emotional healing path because you are very, um, uh, I guess, aware of people's energy. Because I remember when we first met, you had picked up on some things about you. You had said, look, I never said this to you before, but during this whatever meetup we were at or what have you, you know, you said, I felt this about you. And that was absolutely 1000% right. But I didn't think that I was letting that out to anybody. So, um, you know, your, your awareness of my energy and my feelings, my emotions and everything were spot on. Um, so I do believe that you you have that ability for sure to connect. And I think that's why, I felt very comfortable too when we met because like I said, I could tell you were picking up on the right things. Um, but you made it very comfortable for me to talk. And I realized right away that this wasn't, I didn't just buy something at Best Buy. I mean, this was a really, a really special crafted journey that was based on where I needed to go um, as a result of where I've been. And um you know, I, I couldn't be any more excited every day, you know, and I know, I know that I'm still growing. I still have room to improve and I, I still plan to, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it's anybody that even for a second thinks they don't feel bliss should call you. It's, <laughs> Thank it's you just so much. Yes, it's the truth. <laughs> Is there anything that you have going on in your life that you would like to tell everybody about? It's your chance to, to shout I, out whatever you want to bring attention to. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm as nearly as exciting as you laid out in the intro. So, I mean, I like the intro. It made me seem like I was like, you, you made me seem like I'm a hell of a lot more interesting than I feel like I am. But uh, um, there's, there's, uh, you know, there's all kinds of cool things going on, um, um, you know, but right now I think probably the coolest thing that's going on in my life right now is just have kind of relearning relationships in my life, you know, making them stronger, making them better. I mean, there's always, uh, you know, I always get excited when I get to fly. And so hopefully the, the plane that I usually fly has hit a bird and has been out of commission for a little while. So it's about to it's about to be back, back up and running. So I'm kind of excited to be doing some more flying and, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, watching 
watching Chrissy shine with what she does with her job and the Jeep that she has and that community, you know, that we're always involved in something there. So there's always something fun and exciting to do in that. But, uh, you know, um, no, I mean, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm just super blessed. My kids came this weekend, uh, the ones that could, um, that are in town, uh, the girls and Chrissy and them through a, a great father's day crawfish boil. My son plays professional golf on the corn Ferry tour. So I get to, to, uh, watch him, uh, try to pursue his dreams. And, you know, I'm just, a, I'm a super blessed man. So I don't think there's anything exciting that I'm going to point out other than tomorrow. <laughs> That's perfect. Perfect. So Todd also is a writer and takes excellent photographs. <laughs> so if you want to follow him on Instagram, where Do can you find him on Instagram? Uh, at me, uh, they can find me at, at the pilot in the pen, which I will say that um, here lately I haven't posted a lot of a lot of poetry. I had another page, which I think you are aware of, that had you know a, a ton of my poetry on it. And due to technology and everything else and whatnot, it's it's gone, and I didn't back up a lot of that. So I'm kind of in the process of trying to remember and rewrite and you know do do things. So I'll, I'll post some stuff now, but. Uh, um, you know, that's that it's funny. I, I, a lot of people used to ask me when I, I wrote songs before I wrote poetry because I was in a band. And, you know, a lot of people would always be like, you know, oh, you need to send this song in. You need to sing. And I, I don't know what it is about the writing, but it's just, it just makes me happy. You know, I never really looked at it as a means to an end or anything else. But, um, you know, when people say nice things like you just did, that's, that's the, most awesome reason I do it and you know why I enjoy it and when I share it. So, um, you know, as I write some more, it'll go up on there, but, uh, yeah. And if you want to see, you know, the half a million photographs I've taken in my lifetime, uh, you can go to at kitten seven eleven underscore Jeep girl, which is Chrissy's Instagram, which, <laughs> which is where almost all the pictures I've taken go. All right. Thank you so <laughs> much for, coming and sharing your journey here tonight. I know it's sometimes really, really challenging to, to admit that we need a little help sometimes to, to find our way to that, that happiness. So your bravery and your willingness to stand up is going to help others who aren't quite sure that they're ready to stand up. So thank you. I will tell you this too, real quick, Chris. I do want to tell you this. At, if anyone wants to send me a message um, on Insta um, because they have more questions or want to get deeper into my journey or maybe need, you know, feel like this isn't the platform, but if they want to ask some questions or talk before they commit to this, I'm certainly willing to entertain that as well because, um, you know, this may not be enough. This, this may have got someone interested, but maybe they have some questions. I'm certainly willing. So um, never be afraid to let them know how to get in touch with me, too, because I, I'm a 100 percent believer in what you're doing. And um, I'm not forceful, but I'm honest. And, and the honesty in what your program does is, is the best advertisement there ever is. I will probably see you sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thanks. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye.
Okay, everybody, if you have any questions, Todd has made himself available, and do follow him and kitten711jeepgirl also on Instagram. You will not be sorry. They have all kinds of fun things going on. And Christophe, out. <laughs>